Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. My name is Snehal Singh and I am bringing to you the Calling series. Today I have Alexa Oliver with me who is an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, friend, mentor um, and someone who I look up to. Alexa is an executive director of Boa World and the producer of Boa Studios. She's an international speaker and a co-author of Coach Wisdom as well. And she provides key leadership and analytical support to major marketing efforts aimed at creating new revenue opportunities and improving current performance. Alexa is in charge of market research and product development and has strong strategic sensitivity, appreciation, uh, appreciation for innovation, marketing solutions, and respect for the brand. Alexa has also been on the board of directors for the National Association of Business Women Owners, Global One, Mindverse Enterprises, Regional Policy Council, and many, 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 many more. So let's talk to Alexa and see how did she find her calling? How was the journey or how has the journey been for her? So let's have an amazing conversation with Alexa. Grab your coffee, guys, and I promise you this, you're gonna you are in for a treat. So thank you, thank you, Alexa, for being here today. And as you know, the series is about uh, the calling and following what you feel is your purpose of life. So how do you define calling? What does it mean to you? Calling is something that I think originates in your soul. Uh, and there's no question in your mind when you are, you know, energetically pulled into something. Uh, that calling is something that just feels right and it just lands at home. You don't have to really question it and you just accept it and you know that that's the truth in, in where you should be in your journey. So how did you find that? Like you, you started off completely different. You're doing so many amazing things today. So what was that moment or what would you call that defining moment where you felt your life pivoted and, you know, you said, okay, this is it. And this is what I want to do. Well, my original intention was to go into politics. It's what I really wanted to do. Uh, it's something that my lineage has always been involved in, and I felt comfortable enough to know that I wanted to do be of service to my communities and to the families that I can just be like one who was thinking about the people because I come from a blue collar family, uh, you know, and I just feel like. Um, that's what I wanted to do. And so I thought that I would, uh, when I finished uh, college, I thought that I would help my husband launch his career, build a platform, and then use that platform to launch my political career. But all of a sudden, we were building his platform and going to all these events and traveling and just really affecting people. And the more I learned about politics, the more I thought, you know what, I could do more on the outside than I can by being on the inside. And um, I just truly fell in love with what we were doing and with my husband, my husband's purpose on, on what he does and the talent and what he represents. And then I knew at that point that that's what I had to do. I had to be 
uh, basically the person that could manage his career and still get to ride along with him in this journey, literally and physically in these journeys around the world. And um, it just, it felt right. And I remember one time about, I want to say 10 years ago, I was in the middle of an event and Bert was on stage and he was doing his magic and I'm running hosted ourselves, one of the bigger ones. And, you know, I'm managing all the, the staff and the, and you know, all the participants and what's going on and getting everything ready. And a friend of mine came over to me and asked me, are you okay? Are you true? You know, are you stressed out? Is this the part that you don't like? And I looked at her and I said, no, I'm in my moment. This is exactly what I live for. This is what I love to do and what I plan to do till the day that I die. I love that. You actually gave me goosebumps when, That's when you were listening. And I loved how you said that, you know, I, I never thought about it. And you actually changed my perspective today when it even comes to the understanding of politics, because we always feel that when we are in the power, then we can do many things than not being in the power. And I think that is the image that people also have about politics. So, wow, that was an amazing shift where you move from where you were heading to what you're doing. But what would you say was your biggest challenge? Like, was there any inner conflict or, uh, you know, uh, when you were making that decision of, okay, this is the path I want to take, or this is it. But was there an afterthought or any challenges that you felt that, you know, this is still coming in my way of what I really want to do? God, and I think in everyone's life, there are many challenges and many walls that we have to hurdle over. Um, and I mean, for me, there's been very many changes in my family, in my physical form, in my mental state. Uh, of course, there, for, every, for every growing business, there are financial challenges, there are employee challenges. Uh, I am a mom, so there have been, you know, child rearing challenges. <laughs> and of course, since I work for my husband, lots of marital challenges. Uh, you know, to sit on the sidelines quietly and just to make it work. I am a very verbal person. And I'm Latina, so I'm a very, uh, I'm in tune with my Latin side. So I, you know, I come on very aggressive when you don't know me. And I'm the kind of person that fights for what she believes in and not quietly. Uh, but I like to make strategic moves instead of emotional moves because the emotional uh, route never works very well for anyone. So, um, so that has led me to kind of be more reserved and quiet. Um, and so people mistaken that oftentimes for uh, arrogance or I don't know what. And, and that's totally not me when you get to know me. I, I think I, I wouldn't say that. And I'm guilty of that as well. And I think we did have this conversation once that it, it's not arrogance. I think sometimes we know that you, 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 you speak your heart out. We don't want to hear the truth. So you know, it, it's easier to avoid you than, you know, actually heard it from you at times. But I think that's, that's the beauty of what it is. And the way you are, and one thing that I loved about you guys was the, the teamwork. 
I think with you and Bert, there is this amazing teamwork. And I'm, I'm very sure it's not been an easy journey when it comes to making a team work, especially when that team is not just work, but there's also a husband-wife relationship and the father and mother relationship and, you know, the other responsibilities that we have towards our family, society. What kept you guys going, you know, keeping it together? <laughs> I think both of you are still following calling. Yeah, I think what kept us together is knowing what the what the goal is, what the end goal is, and trying to stay on the same page. And we've been married for such a long time. What's the secret to marriage? What's the secret to a great relationship? It 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 there is not one secret. (laughs) It's multiple things. There's not one thing that I can tell you, this is what it was it. It's all of it. It's the whole shebang. Um, you, you just need to be aware. You need to want it. You need to understand it. And you need to understand that it has going to have high, high and low lows and everything else in between that. And I just, I, that it, I can be in this relationship where technically my husband is my boss because it's easy to recognize greatness for me and beauty and, and things of power. And I've grown, as I've grown into who I am today, I've accepted recognizing these things and accepted my shortcomings and know that I have to work on them consistently. Um, and that that journey doesn't end until you say it ends. And a lot of people don't even like to start the journey. You know, uh, entrepreneurs, we love to start the journey. That's what it's about for us. Cause we don't know where it's going to take us. We're not, we're not, uh, complicit with what is in front of us. Most of the time, the mechanism in here for the entrepreneur is completely different than the, the people that are willing to accept that, um, career stability of, you know, the nine to five mechanism <laughs> or working for someone else mechanism. And that's when you're a true entrepreneur, you, you can't settle. You don't settle. <laughs> I think it's the desire for wanting more, doing more, giving more and creating more. And that's, that's what keeps us going, especially in the field that, uh, you know, you are in and the impact that you guys are creating across the globe. I cannot just say that you're doing it right here. You're, you have done it in multiple countries at huge levels. But I want to know this, and I want to know your perspective on this. What is your opinion or thoughts on the word success and fulfillment? Are they different? Are they same? What, what, what do you think? Success and fulfillment. I think fulfillment is more of a internal perspective on your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. on uh, how they make you feel, how they make you respond, how they make you think, how they make you react within your own life, whether it's on a professional or a personal level. And success, for the most part, is based on what other people see on an outside perspective, you know? Um, and that's the one that we got to kind of hurdle over all the time because people like to do business with people that are that look and feel successful and have the results of success because then you feel that they have learned the secret that they have learned the technique or they have the tools or the connections to get you further along in your life 
And I feel like a lot of people are always hunting for that success and they're like tooth and nail and, and you know, just climbing their ways into success on the outside. And when you can accept and really be aware of how you are affecting people mm -hmm. and you enjoy that process, to me, that's a complete success fulfillment circle that you can grab a hold in your mind and in your heart. And just know that there's always gonna be speed bumps. So yes, it's flowing, it's turning, and oh, oh my gosh, you know, how do I uh, end on again? Because it happens, uh, I don't care what level you're, whether you're flying the million dollar deal, it doesn't matter we all go through those uh, little speed bumps uh, and then what I love about what it is that we do is that realistically Bert helps people find that passion within them and how to grasp it and how to recognize it how to embrace it and how to move it forward how to totally cherish you from the inside out and that's what I believe I've fallen in love with in this journey that we're doing because I get to watch that live. I get to see people blossom and transform like you, Sneha. I remember meeting you in Vegas and, and who you are today from the person that we met back then is like, wow, oh my God, look at this girl, she's just blossoming. And that to me is an honor to be able to witness that in our world today. And that's why I'm in it. I love, I love the way you tied in success and fulfillment so beautifully. But you also said at the start something, and that's still, you know, going at the back of my mind. And I want to ask you that. You said that there is, there is no hesitation when you know what your calling is. It's like a call directly from your soul and you know this is what it is. But I also feel that there are, there are many who, who hear it and they know it, but they don't do it. What would you like to say to people like that? You know, who are probably sitting at that, you know, those crossroads wondering, should I or should I not? you know and they, they know that this is my calling i really want to do this i know i'm going to be amazing at it i i know i would be able to touch lives and you know all of that but then the reality hits and they're like ah oh, let me go back to that job and at least i'll have a better pay scale and i'll get that paycheck at the month. what would you say to such people who are sitting right at that crossroad to be realistic and to monitor what their success really is because that that's the one thing is if you're not willing to sacrifice why they say the, the 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 better rewards are in higher risk right and a lot of people aren't willing to sacrifice you know going to the nail salon or having their starbucks or taking that vacation or driving the fancy car or investing in a house that they shouldn't and buying the clothes that they shouldn't and and you need to know that when you want to get to a certain level of success, sacrifices are a lot, lot bigger than what people can imagine. And if you're not constantly monitoring what your results are and that effect, remember I spoke earlier about how you will feel when you're in the room. A lot of people don't really 
passion. I mean, I see it everywhere in every language, in every country. People do not pay attention how they make others feel, whether they have bad breath or bad energy or bad clothes or bad entrance or uh, bad words or bad whatever. <laughs> they're not paying attention to how they're actually affecting people. Are people reacting with you, with teaching with you, are they connecting with your energy? And not every energy is going to connect. Let's be realistic. Not everybody's going to feel a certain way when you walk into a room. And that's what I want people to realize is that what is your market? What is your energy? What is your end goal? And how are you using the people in, within your community to get there? And how are you letting, how are you offering your services to those communities? Because the number one thing in building a, a business, a career and everything is what value do you give to the right market? That's the secret to success right there. <laughs> what value are you actually giving to people? How are you transforming their life, their pocket, their emotions, their families? That's what, what business is all about. And that's where your message should be. The cornerstone of your message should be. I love it. Love, love, love it. So before we go, Alex, I just have one question. There's one question that uh, you know, that's, uh, that we end this conversation with. And the question is this, if you had to say in one sentence, what your legacy is going to be, what would you say? Live in love. Because when you're not loving, you're not living. I love that. Oh my God. It was amazing, amazing, amazing catching up with you. And Alex is somewhere I, I feel so inspired every time I speak with you and we talk about these things about, you know, people, human development. And I know that that's something that you, you guys are truly, truly passionate about. You've touched my life in such beautiful ways that I can't even imagine. And as you said, I can't point out and say that, you know, this is one thing that what helped me with it. This is one thing that I think there are so many ways that you touched my life and even, uh, you know, our family's lives in a way. So I'm absolutely grateful and I'm so grateful that you're sharing your journey of how you found your calling with us today so thank you thank you so much for being here and um just sharing your love thank you thank you